Florida's Fourth Estate with hosts Ginger Gadsden and Matt Austin, the show where we bring Florida into focus. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic edition of Florida's Fourth Estate. We have a really great show for you tonight. It's got some teeth to it, honestly, Ooh. a lot of bite. I'm Ginger Gadsden. Glad to have you with us. I am Matt Austin. Good sales pitch. We're actually in the same room together for a podcast. It's not working which out is well. Trouble. It's bad news. Also in the room, normally I like to be the burliest guy on oh the newscast. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm doing it today. You are definitely not. <laughs> I don't think and so. take three shot. Because we have a burly there he is. Gator <laughs> wrestling. Mountain Man <laughs> in the studio with us right now for the podcast. This is Brandon Fisher from Gatorland yes. joining us. Always good to have you, my friend. Great to see you guys. To Glad see you to be back. Yeah. Glad to see you. And in person. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. It's cool. It's, I mean, good, it's good stuff. Good stuff. I'm, I'm sorry I'm taking the burliness from you. I apologize. Well, I know. You could have. took it a long time a, ago. It's just a standard look for me. So. All right. Whatever. Yeah. You got the guns Every out day. and everything. <laughs> it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. Right. I'm not intimidated wow. at all. This has turned my, into a different kind of show. This has, I know. So. Yeah, this is uh, all about me. No, I want to. My first question I wanted to ask you was: Have you ever mistaken a gator for a dog? Hmm. Ever mistaken a gator for a dog? You ever thought a gator was a dog? Because that actually happened really? recently yeah. in the news, where a yeah. guy thought it was. He said it was a dog with a leash trailing behind. Okay. Yeah. Apparently yeah. he it's got close enough <laughs> for that gator to bite him. Correct. Yeah, I was going to say, you know never, how that probably never, ended. Never done that, but uh, not personally, never done that. Um, that would make you terrible at your job. It if would, you did. it would definitely. In all my years' experience, not knowing what a gator is, yeah. Uh, but you know what's funny about that is that some people, and in the way that gators behave and act, some people think they're, they're a lot like cats which I know it's totally opposite than a dog, but, you know, some people nickname swamp kittens, you know, alligators. Why? Like yeah, why? Because, like, they're, you know, like how cats, like, you know, they'll do stuff to, you know, think they're all cute and cuddly, and then all of a sudden, like, turn, turn on, on you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gators are the same way. Oh. mentality -wise, Okay, now you know, that so. makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's comforting yeah. for yeah. those of you with a gator <laughs> exactly. as a pet. Exactly. I did have a psychotic cat who would be, he would do the little kitty massage, yeah. and then the next thing you know, his teeth would Clawing be inside you. your jugular. Yeah, exactly. It was tenderizing yeah. your yeah. meat. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is going to taste really good later. <laughs> yeah, so, but no, a dog, I don't, I don't know how you could get that confused, but. Yeah, hey. it didn't end well. They really have personalities, though, like, because I think of a reptile not really having any kind sort of, of person. So yeah. they, they, they lack the part of the brain for feelings and emotions. You know, they don't really feel that, you know, and of course I know some people like that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And they're not necessarily cute and cuddly like furry animals, but they do have their own personalities, you know. Some are more calm than others. Mm -hmm. Some you can really tell that they want to be around you, at least for us at Gatorland, our gators at Gatorland, you know, a wild gator's not going to be like that, of course. But uh, our gators at Gatorland, you know, they, they do it. Some of them like their butt scratch, you know, right on the back of the tail, and they kind of wiggle and move with it. And so you telling me late at night at Gatorland, <laughs> I could find you scratching a gator's not, butt? Not late at night, no. No, no. no Light sir. a candle. Nah, wow. Not nothing romantic. <laughs> not setting the mood, nothing there. like that. And we've seen you, uh, you know, feed them and interact interact with them. Do they recognize their names? Because they have names when you call them, do they come? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they, they'll understand their name uh, call, called, the, at least the ones that we work with every single day, you know, they yeah. know their name, they come to us. I want to know the capabilities of a gator because there once was a, I don't know if it was a picture or a video online that showed a gator climbing a chain oh, link yep. fence. All right. Yeah. Oh, you say yep as if yep. that's real. It, was like it is real. 
So That's a game changer. Some of them do it. They do. And they'll climb, they'll climb up on low-hanging branches, you know, in the water, sit on them. They can jump up and grab birds and things like What's that. What's the weirdest place branches. you've encountered or you've heard someone encountering a gator? Um, probably the weirdest place I've ever heard of an alligator, um, which is pretty wild to me. I mean, they were building a house and the gator was inside the house. I mean, that happened just recently. <laughs> I mean, I would say that's probably the weirdest. I mean, they end up in people's pools. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. a brand new house, and this alligator it was just big decides too. to yeah. walk in. It was a big alligator. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they end up in, under people's cars. They end up, you know, on the front porch ringing the doorbell. At you know? schools. At schools At schools, sometimes. yeah. That yeah, does a... happen, you know. And they're getting them moving. I mean, it all happens when, when we hear these stories of alligators everywhere, especially down here in Florida. It's all during breeding season. You yeah. know, gators are on the move, they're moving around, or when we've had a drought season and things are drying up and the gators get moving then too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and thanks to things like uh, doorbell cams, yep. we see so <laughs> much of what's happening. Yeah, exactly. It's been a lot more. It's been a boon for the news. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's been really good. Yeah. Job security. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We've Absolutely. got plenty of gator videos yeah. now. And I understand the gators coming to the people because it doesn't seem like they know better. They're just out looking for love, right? Yeah. I don't understand as much the gators who get, who the people end up going to the gators. Okay. That doesn't make as much sense to me. We had a oh, story just and, last uh, week. The guy near St. Petersburg who went looking for discs. Yeah, in the, the, water. the disc golfer, yeah. yes. and he he was like, like you know how people will go find golf balls in the water and they'll sell them. Well, I think he he was going. Yeah, he went at dusk. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know. You can tell us I what mean, the wrong time to one. go is. This is a, a place known for get. I think some people just. Think like, you know, their parents told them, ah, gators don't really want to eat you, so if you're in there, yeah. you're fine. And yeah. I think they get a little too comfortable with Probably. that, no. right? More, more than likely. I mean, mo most of the things that we hear, especially in those instances, and, and you know, a lot of times they end up in tragedy, and we don't like yeah, to see yeah. that. Right, and, yeah. And it really stinks to see that. But um, you get that false sense of security. I mean, mm -hmm. you think you know you can do it. I mean, you know, he's probably out there swimming all the time, catching these frisbees, never had a problem, but all it takes is one time. One time. And alligators are definitely more active, especially this time of year, breeding season, nesting from dusk till dawn. That's yeah. when they do their hunting, their feeding, the breeding most of the time. So they're very active. And, you know, to be in shallow water, murky water, mm -hmm. The gator doesn't know the difference between a turtle and a fish and somebody's hand or foot that's traipsing around. You know, they feel any kind of vibration, anything brush up against their face, yeah. they're gonna bite for it. They're gonna go towards it. They're very curious. So any splashing in the water, things like that, they're gonna, some mm -hmm. of them are very curious about it. Yeah, yep. and you know, the thing is, during the pandemic and since the pandemic, we had so many people who have moved to Florida, Yes. you know, and so they are just being introduced to the gator for the first time. And when I tell people, it's like, if it is a body of water here in There's Florida, one in it. you can assume, I mean, yes, I check my definitely. bathtub before I get in. Just because you always look in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I good. mean, just do it because yeah, it's just, yeah. and, and, and then the swimming pool too, that's the other definitely, thing. Yeah. Definitely, you have to. I mean, they get up and move and, and you know, they've, they've tracked, you know, scientists and fish and wildlife have tracked gators walking nine miles, you know, GPS from a it's body a water to body gump water. of gators. Exactly. Wow. I, mean, you know, <laughs> I just kept running <laughs> and running. <laughs>
<laughs> they get up and move. They really, really do. And and a lot of people are surprised. And definitely, you know, since the pandemic, with everybody moving in and influx of people, you know, we're going to start seeing more of these yeah. alligators pop up in places that they're not supposed to be. But it just happens to be that way. In an attempt to keep my fingers, uh, my hands are officially in my pockets. We've got a little friend in the studio now, don't we? We do. Your hands are in your pocket because he actually asked Brandon, and you are my witness. Hey, can I put my finger in that gator's mouth? How hard would it bite? I said it's how like, hard could You know, no, things that are set no. off camera well, are yeah. set off camera I, for a reason. Yeah, I want people to know what we're dealing Brandon's with. Brandon's like, there would be blood everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Not a good idea. Some of us are trying size. to be internet famous. <laughs> okay, right. guys. There we go. There you we know, go. It takes sacrifice. So this is Sawyer. This is Sawyer. So one of uh, our... Albino alligators we have there at Gatorland. She's actually got two brothers, Huck and Finn, you know. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, sense. we went with real good southern names for them when, when we got them. <laughs> um, but Sawyer here is just about to turn three years old uh, here in the next couple months there. But um, albino, so it's an American alligator, but this is just a genetic defect that causes the skin to be this color. This so way. I would have thought that at three years old, I don't know about you, I thought a gator would be way bigger. This feels like it could still be eaten by something else fairly easily. It could wild. out in the wild and, yeah. and typically, you know, and this color of an alligator albino yeah. would not survive. They can't camouflage. Right. Yeah, they lack vitamin D so they get sunburnt real easily and can die from sunburn poisoning out there. So, um, you know, in, ca in human care, they last, of course, a lot longer, you know, sure. they can get well taken care of. But um, they grow typically about a foot a year for the first six years after that first year. I know it's kind of Well, you're really making yeah. me put together <laughs> an math. algorithm here. We're on here. TV because we so, don't do math. <laughs> born, born at six inches long out of the eight. Oh, wow. And okay. then the first year they'll grow up to an additional six to 12 inches, and then it's that foot a year after that. Okay, okay. so she's going to get uh, pretty long in yeah, here. Yeah. Some, hopefully sometime when she's full grown, uh, which will be a, you know, a handful of years down yeah. the road, yeah. she's going to be about seven to nine feet long. But what's amazing right now is that I can see that you are holding her in a snug way when she's wiggling like that, and she's yep. pretty strong. Yeah. And so when people approach gators in the wild who are much bigger than Sawyer, that's what I don't understand. A lot stronger. Yeah, a lot, a lot stronger. stronger. You know, they're 90% muscle. Of course, the mouth up here, most dangerous end. Mm -hmm. Got all the teeth, that's what they're going to bite with. But this tail can be just as that's dangerous. That's the business end right I mean, there. You feel oh, man, that these, thing's meaty. These, these are called scutes, all right? And these sharpen and dull on their own, especially oh for ones God. out in the wild. It's like a blade so, almost. Exactly. They swing their tail around, and that just grazes you. That can cut you wide open. And not to mention, you know, they're 90% muscle, and that tail, very strong. And just whipping, they'll knock you down, trip you, whatever. But And that's one of the myths. You know, everybody thinks most dangerous part is the tail. It's not. It's the mouth. So right now, we've seen people encounter gators, and it has not ended well. Yep. They're nesting now, and they're very protective. Moms are very protective over their babies and their nests. So um, once we get out of breeding season, which, you know, we just got out of, mm -hmm. hormones are flying crazy. You know, their minds are on, you know, procreating. That's what they want to do. And this is the time of year where, you know, here in Florida, we love being in the water. Yep. We're in every, you know, it's hot, so we want to cool off too. But what should we do if we realize that we, like if people recognize what you just described yep. and you're kayaking or, you know, paddle boarding and you end up in that area, what should you do? Back up and get out as quickly as you can, you know, honestly, yeah. look at them from a distance, uh, keep your distance, be 
as best you can be aware of your surroundings. Mm. I know it's hard, you know, you might be down here visiting and you're not familiar with the area, but you really gotta be on the watch. They're, they're not out to get people. I mean, you know, their main diets are turtles, fish and birds, small things, but again, they're very curious, you know, and they're yeah. opportunistic feeders. So if it's easier for them, they're gonna take that easier way. Okay, so I've always wanted to know, if a I'm in the water, yes. right? I'm swimming in my favorite spring. Yep. Gators coming at me. Yes. All right, some people say, Bye. you take the fingers, you jam them in the eyes. Yes. Other people say, give them your arm and let them just rip it off <laughs> no. so they go no. for your face. Absolutely not. Okay, what are my, what's my B. best It's ops? not B. Or I've also heard the nose is a really good spot. Okay, so the eyeballs is not true. Eyeballs sink right down in the sockets in the head to help protect them. And I'm going to try and show you here right, okay. right okay. now. Okay, so you see... They go down oh, in yes. and they pop back up. <gasps> so I could totally I could take my finger and stick it down as far as I want. I don't want to do that, but yeah, yeah. I could stick it down as far as I want and that eyeball sinks down in the socket. So that's not true at all. You just can't made them mad. Can't stick them in the eyeball. Can't stick it out. It's not going to hurt them. The nostrils, well, that I mean, sucks. I know, yeah, you know, that, that, that's <laughs> okay. a myth, it's not true. All right. Um, the nostrils, I mean, even for this little guy, you're not going to get your finger in the nostril, but let's say an adult, they only breathe through their nose. They don't really breathe through their mouth at all. It's all through the nostrils. So in that instance, if you were being attacked by an alligator and you could think in that process to take your fingers and mm -hmm. stick them in the nose, you might get lucky. You know, it happened a handful of years ago. There was the, a girl. A girl yeah. There was a girl, seven-year-old girl, that got attacked in uh, the Orlando area in a swimming oh, yeah. area, and she credited Gatorland us for knowing how to do. I thought of what they taught me at Gatorland, so I put my two fingers up its nostrils. It couldn't breathe, so I had to breathe from its mouth. It opened its mouth and it let my leg out. God bless her heart. We're, we're just so thankful that she didn't just give up and just stand there and scream and holler because the animal could have really done some big damage. She came on a field trip. She might have heard a presentation. We wow. might have talked about it, but it's not a 100% guarantee. Yeah, you know, but I that's mean, your best shot. Okay, point out where this... Oh, so the, the nostrils, right up there at the tip of the snout, the two little yeah. holes here. I'm just going to hold her shot oh, right okay. here. Okay, I see them. Yep. Okay. So that's all they breathe through. So if, you know, you're able to stick it in, it might scare the gator away because it can't breathe, but that's not a guarantee yeah. you're gonna be able to do that. And punching and kicking or whatever else that's on good, the head, it's all bone, you're gonna break your hand. So your best bet, if you're in the water and you're able to, because most people, what do they do? They spend their time in the shallows, that's where they feel safe when mm -hmm. they're swimming yeah. around. Stand up, make yourself look bigger than what that alligator is. I mean, honestly, you think about it, even if we had a, a you know a seven foot gator sitting on the floor here in front of us, or even a 12 foot gator sitting on the floor in front of us, we still look like monsters to them. You know, they got to look up to yeah, them. Yeah. So we're still bigger than them. They don't realize that they're bigger than us and, mm -hmm. you know, could potentially hurt us very, very much. So you got to make yourself look bigger. But mm. typically you're not going to have that situation. Yeah. You know, you're not going to run into that because they, they really yeah. are afraid of us yeah. more than we are them. Okay, so to people. recap, don't offer it a sacrificial arm. No, don't do that at all. <laughs> It was just a theory, okay? I'm gonna give it its arm. Yeah. So you don't give you? it your life. Would you rather yeah. just die? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. This is an albino. Yep. And then there's also a leucistic gator that you guys also have at Gatorland. Yes. 
So both how, are rare. How, yeah, tell yeah. us how rare this is, how rare the other one is, and what the differences between the two are, because sure I've always thing. been confused by that. Yeah, definitely. So looking at Soria here, uh, being an albino alligator, albino means there's no pigment at all, mm -hmm. no color whatsoever on the skin. And you can see it in the eyeballs yeah. there, how white, kind of pinkish. You can see the blood mm -hmm. vessels in the eyeballs as well, mm -hmm. because there's no color at all. It is yeah. crazy seeing those eyes it's up close, pretty I've got to say. It I is mean, nuts. They're, they're beautiful, nuts. they're pretty, yeah. they're mesmerizing, mm -hmm. you know, to, to look at. And even more mesmerizing than that are white leucistic alligators. So these guys, they're all brothers that we have. We have three out of seven in existence today. In the, the albino, world? In the world. In the entire world, there's only seven remaining. And they were all found in 1987 in Louisiana as they were hatching out of a, a nest in the wild. Oh in the wild. And it, with albinos, there's probably about four or 500 in the world. These guys have been bred in human care before, you know, so um, you can, you know, there's facilities that have other yeah. albinos and so on. And we have a handful there. Because the she's too. not going to survive in the wild. No. Never, never. Ne happen. Neither one of them would ever yeah. be able to survive in the wild. Okay, last question before we let you go. Yeah. And it's a short one. No Would you go in any lake in Florida to like water ski or float around or swim? Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, but you know, you just gotta you gotta be careful. Get in a clear one. Don't go in that muddy, murky water stuff because yeah. that's you know where you can that get in trouble. Water. Exactly. Stay away. Give me Stay that spring-fed lake. Yeah. Brandon yeah. Fisher oh. from Gatorland. Thank it's you so Sawyer. much. You're welcome. Thank Sawyer. you. Sawyer, what a beautiful name. I have a daughter named Sawyer. They're both very pretty. <laughs> Your daughter's gonna. You for <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Thanks oh for watching God. Florida's Fourth Estate. You want to be sure and tune in next week because we have a guy who basically needs no introduction. That's right, but we are going to introduce him. His name is John Morgan. He represents the biggest personal injury law firm in the world, but he is a local. We're going to talk about all sorts of interesting issues next week on Florida's Fourth Estate.